The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about New Year. So I always set some goals every year, and then I like to look back on how I did on last year's goals. So that's pretty much what we're going to do. I'm going to walk you through what I'm kind of expecting in terms of life events really relates to a lot of my goals and then different things I'm working on in multiple areas of my life. And it is MLK Day when this episode is going up, so I do encourage you all to use this day if you have some time off of school or work to educate yourself and get involved in something local going on in your community because there are lots of great events. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Sephora stores are everywhere you are, so just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Since some of you may have been listening to my show for a long time, You probably have heard other New Year's episodes with me, so I don't want to start with my 2022 goals and how they went because you might already know if you're a loyal listener. So I'm going to start with my 2023 goals and then we'll end off the episode reviewing 2022 and how things went. So my first thing for 2023 that I just want to emphasize and kind of set the stage is that now that I am no longer our as the chapter president because we just had elections last week, I'm now the immediate past president, which doesn't really have any formal responsibilities. I'm just kind of like a guide and mentor if they have questions of how to do anything. So I'm going to have a lot more free time, especially later in the year when my other leadership position finishes up in AAWD and when I'm done with my first set of boards, things like that. So I'm anticipating in 2023 that I will have a lot more time on my hands outside of clinic and classes. So one of my goals is to read 12 books, basically one per month, but it doesn't have to be one per month if it ends up working out differently. I just really want to read 12. I finished one already in early January and I'm on another one now that's a little bit short. So I'm hoping I'll be able to finish that one this month as well. Um, I'm really focusing on dental business, personal finance, practice finance. So as I go through those, eventually I'm sure I'll make an episode about different book recommendations and like maybe the key takeaways from each book. But that is one goal for this year and I'm on track. Another goal that I have um, is to work out five days per week and continue my membership at The Barcode, which is a workout studio that I go to. It's a chain around the U.S., so especially if you're in a college town, I'm fairly sure you're going to have one, but they're also in a lot of bigger like suburban metro areas, but I'd like to continue that, and I would say I'm pretty much on track. I don't know if I go five days a week lately because I've had 
so many extracurricular events. Last week I had something like every single night related to ASDA, but that was just a weird week. Otherwise though, I can pretty much go five days a week or more. I essentially go every single day that I'm able to in terms of my calendar. So I usually go at 7 a.m. if I have anything going on in the evening or just if we don't have an 8 a.m. lecture that day so I can kind of get it out of the way, start my day early and on a good note. But if we have an 8 a.m. class, I'm not able to go to the morning bar, so I end up going to one of the evening classes. There's one at usually 4.30, 5.30, sometimes 6.30. But again, a lot of times I have events and I'm not able to make it. Same with the weekends, I might be traveling or have different events so I don't make it then, but that's why I set my goal of five days per week. And they do have different types of workouts there, like it's not always bar or always really strength based or hit based. They also have yoga and some other more chill classes. So I'm not always like pushing myself to the limits. I try to build in recovery days, whether they're active recovery or completely just not working out that day. And on to kind of the school mode goals. I would love to pass my INBDE. The big update, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, is that I'm studying for my national board exam right now. I'm taking it on March 25th, which is a Saturday, and March 27th, which is a Monday. It's two days, and the Prometric centers are never open on Sundays, and I couldn't get a Friday-Saturday date that worked for me, so I ended up doing a Saturday-Monday. The first day is like eight hours or something and you have 400 questions and then next day I think it's four hours and you have like 100 questions but they're case-based so they give you longer to kind of think about it. But I am studying right now, again, podcast episodes to come in the next couple weeks about how I'm studying for boards, eventually how I feel right before it, how I felt after it, if I passed. All of those are planned episodes as we go throughout the year. But that is important to me that I will pass that. And then I would also like to pass my CDCA OSCE and the fall CDCA clinical exam. So CDCA REB is a testing exam in person at the dental schools. Each dental school has their own date that they set up and all the students come in and it is your clinical licensing exam. And CDCA Rev covers, I believe, like 45, 46 of the 50 states. So pretty much would be licensed in most states after passing that clinical exam but there's another one in the spring which would be 2024 for me right before I graduate so basically the goal there is to pass all of my boards exams which is kind of like of course you'll pass them eventually is the mindset but looking at 2023 I'm just really excited for the potential there in terms of getting one step closer to my future, if that makes sense. Like, I'm just so stoked to pass my boards, get a job, be a dentist. I just can't wait. So I'm really looking forward to accomplishing those big life milestones this year with a lot of my boards exams done after 2023 is done. On theme with what I was just talking about, one of my goals is to sign an associate contract by the end of the year. I'm not going to rush myself into that, but I'm looking pretty early and it's possible to do, but most of the places that I have reached out to so far said most people start their like recruiting process with either different practice matching services or DSOs 
in the fall of their fourth year or maybe the summer, but some others will not sign until spring, closer to graduation. So we'll see how it works. And again, a lot of my looking will be independent, not just through different recruiters and DSOs. I'm also looking at private practices. So it just depends how those timelines work out. But ideally, I would like to have a contract signed in the fall semester of my D4, very early fall, which would still be 2023. So we will see about that. And you guys will be Probably the second to know because everything goes up on my Instagram stories at Haley Schultz Dental first before it makes it to the podcast, but you'll be very early in the loop for sure. And the next thing is to determine my post-grad budget, especially once I sign a contract and know where I'm working, so what the cost of living and my expenses are going to be like in that area. And then once I know what my daily minimum is or percent of production or collections, how that all works out, if I have any 401k included, if I have any health insurance, disability, malpractice, CE, if any of that is budgeted into my contract and I don't have to pay for that myself, it's going to make a big difference in my budget month to month postgrad. So I'd really like to determine a postgrad budget in 2023 so that once I get going I know exactly what I'm kind of expecting how much I can spend how much I need to pay back on school or save for different life events that I'm hoping to happen close in the couple years after graduation so that is again just really exciting I'm so excited for the future but a lot of it is on hold or like pending until I know exactly what that job is. So that's a lot of the reason I really want to figure it out. Another reason is so that I can make the most of my last year in dental school. If I know what kind of office I'm going into, I know what kind of patients they have, what kind of procedures I'm going to be expected to do early on, I can focus on getting extra good and fast at those. Or if they want me to do endo, I could spend any free time that I have at school up in the endo clinic trying to learn more. If they want me to do extractions, I can spend more time in OS. They're not going to want you to do everything right away, but whatever they want me to focus on, I can try to get a little bit extra of that in school. But when I don't know what I'm going to be doing post-grad, I'm lacking direction and you can't do everything. I can't be in every specialty clinic all the time during every single break. And if I'm just doing once or twice a semester in each clinic, you're not really going to get that much out of it. You kind of have to really dive into it and go multiple times a month, multiple times a week, even if you can. And I won't know where to put that extra time until I know what that job's going to be. I can guess and just say, hey, I've got extra experience in endo and tell them that. But for me, I would rather know that that's actually what they want before I spend the time doing it. And I'm sure that makes a lot of sense to you all. And I just have two more goals that I wrote down for 2023. First one is to have blank amount of dollars in my savings account. I opened a savings account with my current bank probably like a year ago. I don't know. I was just that person that had everything in a checking account because I don't have a ton of funds. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that because most of our money as students just comes in and goes out, comes in and goes out each semester. And a lot of us aren't working, so we just don't have a lot of savings. But the bit of savings that I do or like any money that I get gifted or that I earn through my different social media platforms, whatever, I try to always put into savings. And now I have an actual savings account that has a higher interest rate or return rate, I guess is the right word, that I'm getting back month to month. I'd like to transfer it into a high yield savings account that would probably be double the return rate, but we'll see if I get around to that. That's going to be like a 2024 goal is to really get the finances in order and 
work on investments, switch to better credit cards. I'm still using a credit card from like my college town that doesn't even give me points, just gives me cash back. Like all of that is probably going to be a 2024 situation. So circle back in a year, (laughs) we'll be probably having goals about all of that. And the last one is another self-development wellness but in the spiritual category so I want to use my devotional app um, the bible app that's just like the very popular bible app but on the home page it has a daily verse and a little daily prayer and devotional about that verse so I want to look at that every day it's hard because I'm trying not to be on my phone so much in the mornings but that would put me on my phone in the morning so it's going to be a fine line of it but I'm honestly am on my devices a lot in the morning anyways so if I'm gonna do it I might as well be starting my day off with that so it's something I'm working on we're already 15 days into the month and I've probably only done it like 40% of the time so we're not off to a great start but it's only the first month so this is a great reminder for me to get on that but that is everything for 2023 goals. So our next segment, we're going to refresh on 2022. And I'm actually going to end off the episode with a little recap of how the first couple of weeks of clinic have been going now that I'm in my final semester of D3 year. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Okay, looking at my 2022 list, I actually made it on the same sheet that I made my 2021 they're just like notes in my phone. So it's kind of funny to see from 2021, I have really developed as a person. I'll just give you a quick recap. I wanted 10 minutes of movement a day and now I'm doing a 50 minute bar class a day and getting all these steps up and down stairs, running around clinic, like nearly doubling my move ring some days. So we are killing it in the health and fitness department. Cook a meal at home three nights a week. I said, again, this is 2021. I cook a meal at home every night, basically, unless it's free from like a club event. Post a podcast every week. You guys know the drill. We have an episode every Monday for the past many years. We're on, what, 147 now or something? Post a video every week. We don't do that anymore on YouTube because the YouTube algorithm is not our friend lately. I post probably two to three times a month I would say but it doesn't average out to every week 5,000 subscribers on YouTube I finally hit that in 2022 so it was a year late get approved for affiliate links yes done that so that was interesting that those are very much crushed goals we love that even though it's been two years and in 2022 I said my goals were kind of divided up from academic, mindfulness, physical strength, my relationships, and daily thoughts. 
My main focus I wrote at the top is building habits, not just accomplishing a list of goals. So it's totally different than my list of goals that I had this year. But academically, I said I just want to make it through. I know that clinic is going to be a big adjustment and I don't really want to set any too aggressive academic goals because I knew I would have a lot on my plate. And I think that was fair. I think I've done a pretty good job adjusting to clinic. I did okay to good to great on my different test cases and requirements in clinic. I have a really good handle on managing all my patients. It's a ton of work but I still do a good job at it, even though it takes a lot of work. And then the next thing was mindfulness. So I said I wanted to be off of my phone in the mornings and reading at night. I really didn't do any of that. So, you know, here's to another chance. And then physical strength. I wanted to be consistent and I wanted to focus on muscles and muscle groups that were my weakest because I tend to avoid things that are uncomfortable or challenging and I thought that would also benefit me mentally by putting myself out of my comfort zone in terms of fitness could also help me be more confident to do that in other areas of my life a very deep goal but I think I definitely did that bar has allowed me to get stronger and lose a little bit of weight in the process even though it's not the goal there but I'm definitely stronger than I was and I'm going to continue building strength mentally and physically and I absolutely love it and I would say overall in the year I have just grown and matured a ton I don't know if that's all because of going to bar classes of course but I have developed as a stronger more intelligent more confident person 1000% as for my relationships I didn't have many goals just to continue with the balance that I had between friends at school, friends from outside of school and my family, and then my boyfriend just able to manage all of that and give everyone adequate time and attention to invest into those relationships that mean a lot to me. I'd say I did a pretty good job of that. It's obviously hard to see my family because they live out of state and it's hard to see my friends that are also in grad programs or working out of state. So of course I don't see them as often as I maybe see my boyfriend when he is in Michigan, but That's normal for adulthood, I would say. And then the last thing was just using positive self-talk, affirmations, um, thinking about how to improve my inner monologue, like showing up as the person you want to be in life, and then eventually you will be that person. So if you want to be a fit person, you need to do actions of a fit person, for example. And I also wanted to like use a daily journal and stuff that I didn't do. But as I mentioned, I think I've definitely grown into a more confident, consistent, happy, positive person. Sorry if you can hear my roommate in the back background with our new addition to our house. She got a puppy a few months ago. I think she's like five months old now. So we've had her for a bit, but that's been a lot of fun. And that's kind of a side note life update. But that is everything for how I crushed it in 2022 we can say for the most part I didn't even put any social media goals in there because again I was more focused on myself not what I produced in my actions and I think that was a really positive way to go about the year I don't think my goals for this next year are negative though because I think I'm in a space where I've built those habits and can show up as the person that I want to be because I've made those habits and I'm just going to continue them I don't need to make goals to continue all of my habits that I have and 
don't need to make goals to continue being the person that I am, if that makes sense. I'm just going to continue improving and growing naturally because I have that mindset as part of me now. And that's definitely something I encourage you all to sit and reflect and work on what kind of person you want to be and what actions you need to take every single day to be that type of person. So we're just going to finish off with a quick, quick recap of the first week and a half of school and clinic. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. All right, I've got my calendar open as I do, and I like to recap things for you all. So clinic started Wednesday, January 4th. So I got back from Florida on, I think, the 29th of December, and then we had a family party on the 30th, my cousin's New Year's Eve wedding, had New Year's Day to chill and come back to Ann Arbor, and then I had some doctor's appointments and things at home on the 3rd. So I was able to kind of reset for the semester on the 1st and 2nd of January and then the 3rd I had to spend at at home like the town I'm from doing stuff with my family and getting them to the airport so they could go back to Florida. But Wednesday started off bright and early with a patient in the morning was supposed to do their profi and bite splint scan but they decided not to do the bite splint yet so it was a really quick appointment just to profi and then we had our first lecture for geriatric and our first interprofessional education lecture which is us med students pharmacy students nursing students and social work students and this is a live class two hours every single wednesday with a bunch of like group work and assignments And then I went to bar and had a Zoom for AWD where the fourth years talked to us about the board's exam and how they studied and everything. Then I had a morning bar class the next day, an in-person lecture at 8 a.m., rotation for radiology, and at lunch I did a call with M as in like Mary, M-B as in boy, 2, MB2 Dental. So they are a dental management company not as much a dso because they just handle the managerial part of an office but to talk about associate matching in their existing offices and again they're a group that kind of told me to circle back in a few months but it was good to get that intro going and get to know more about the organization and ask some questions kind of about logistics of how practice sales would work in the future if there's an mb2 partnered office is do I just get the exact same partnership rate that the current doc has or can we renegotiate or do I get less or whatever so I just had questions for them and then I assisted someone and on Friday had another lecture then a framework try-in with my patient and then I had a profi for another patient so haven't done much operative yet that week and that weekend I did some workout classes, some board studying, and went to a family party with my boyfriend's side of the family. And then we had our first full week back. So that was a Monday through Friday, which was last week. It felt very long. I started off Monday from home, which was nice. 
I went to workout class and then had a podcast guest and then went in to do some lab work for that framework try-in case and a little bit for a session that we have coming up in SimLab as a competency to kind of prep us for boards. And then I assisted and led our first Bible study of the semester. And then we had a Zoom for ASDA. So it was a pretty full day, but nothing high stress, which was nice. Then we had another 8 a.m. lecture on Tuesday for professionalism. I had a radiology test case seminar situation where I had to test case interpreting a patient's radiographs, FMX, and PAN. And I think I passed. I think it went pretty well. So that's good. I haven't gotten my grade yet, though. Then we had a lunch and learn with the Michigan Dental Association's advocacy committee, kind of updating us on what our state dental society is doing in terms of advocacy this year. And then I had a patient appointment that was a new patient exam, except it got canceled because they didn't show up. So I sat up and sat there for 30 minutes, and then I ended up assisting And that evening, I had another Washtenaw District Dental Society dinner and learn event. This one was about back and neck pain prevention and management presented by a really renowned physical therapist. So that was awesome. Then Wednesday morning, we don't have class for once, so I was able to do a morning workout. I saw a patient of mine for an emergency appointment because they were in a lot of pain and were either doing two root canals, core crown buildup and everything, or going to do extraction and update their RPD. I think the patient is leaning towards endo at the moment though, and that would be really great because they would be eligible teeth for my fourth year friends to get their endo test cases done on. So I would like to help them out and help them get a patient to do that. So after that emergency appointment, I had a little bit of time to study, which was nice because as you can tell, I've been so busy that this past week, I didn't have a minute really to study for boards, which was stressing me out. But at lunch, I had a meeting with our executive council for ASDA. It was our last one because elections happened this week on Monday and we sent out the results on Wednesday. So there's the new executive board president, VP, treasurer, secretary, events, coordinator, legislative, all of that. And Wednesday afternoons, we have class from one to five. So geriatric, neuroscience, and then two hours of interprofessional. And that evening, we're supposed to have a social networking event situation at a local wine bar, but the recruiters' flights were canceled, so that's going to get rescheduled, which again, I was so grateful because I got to study a little bit and just like recoup from busy, busy, busy days. And Thursday, we had an 8 a.m. class. I had a 9 a.m. patient where I treatment planned essentially full mouth extractions, which is always really, really sad, but we're trying to figure out what we can do to get maybe some kind of interim dentures so that the patient doesn't have to deal with not having teeth for three months or so. And then in the afternoon, I had another lunch meeting. This one was for the SimLab guide job that I have. I was invited mid last semester to work in our SimLabs once a week. If I'd like, I kind of sign up as I want. They're Tuesday evening sessions and I get paid hourly to help the D1s and D2s with their lab assignments and any questions they have about their lab work. So we had a meeting kind of onboarding us, even though I've already been doing it for half a semester. Then that afternoon, I had another patient, and I got to finally do some restorative. First time of the semester, it was number 11, and it was kind of a cervical wrapping all the way around large lesion, but I was really happy because it wasn't a pulp exposure. 
even though we were worried it was really deep decay and I think it looked really pretty really matches her natural tooth and I was happy with it and then Friday I didn't go into school because I went to an event with the Oakland County Dental Society it was an all-day CE 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. we got 60 credits we had ethics and jurisprudence. We had updates from the Michigan Dental Association president in person, which was always cool. And then we had a lecture on kind of estate planning and making sure you have things in line if you unexpectedly pass away for your family in terms of your finances, your practice, everything like that. And then I'll, I went out in Detroit on Friday night with some of my friends from college and then we got into the weekend, Saturday, Sunday. I just did a workout class and studied all day. And I'm looking forward to the day that you're listening to this. We don't have school, so I'm going to do a workout class and study all day again. So over the weekend, I was really able to make up for the fact that I was not studying much. I forgot to mention it, but Thursday night, I was also busy, busy because I had my friend's birthday dinner and then a podcast guest. So literally every single night this week, I was busy and did not get to study much at all. So it's great that I was able to make up for everything over the weekend and that in my board study schedule, I gave myself some wiggle room. I think I have like eight days that I'm supposed to have finished all the material and have time to review before my scheduled dates, which I know will probably end up being like four or five days because I'm going to get behind as time goes. But that's kind of where we're at. And that is everything for this week's episode. The next couple guest episodes, I think you guys are going to love it. They are such incredible dentists. I loved getting to know them better. And the first one on the 23rd of January is a dental marketing expert and entrepreneur as well as successful multi-practice owner in North Carolina. And then on February 6th, so two weeks after that, is an expert in dental insurance. And he runs a really, really, really successful dental office out in Texas. So... They're great dental business people, and you guys know that's like my favorite thing, so I can't wait to share it with you. They were awesome conversations. Be sure to give this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to, and follow on Instagram at Dental Download Podcast so you get reminders and easy click-through links when the episodes go up every week. Thank you all so much for listening, and I will talk to you next Monday.